Zero system, the name given to a cockpit system that quickly calculates battle data and feeds large amounts of analysis directly back to the pilot. But this system also drives the pilot to their absolute limits to the extent that they won't even fear their own death, thus helping them gain absolute victory. Much like the Zero system, but not really at all, PlayStation 2's Gundam vs. Zeta puts our podcasters right in the action. Will they see the tears of time? This is After Colony 42069. Welcome to Gundam, I hardly know him, the book club style podcast where we discuss every Gundam franchise in release order. I'm joined by two guys who in my book would be playable characters. We got Christian. Hello, darling. And you know him, you love him. We got Simon. What's up, What's up, ga- gamers? What's up, gamers? <laughs> are you a player or are you a gamer? Hmm. The age-old question. Um, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we have a we have a fun one for you today. We, uh, of course, on our endless quest to consume content, have consumed a little bit more content, but it's not um, in the TV realm. It's a little something that's a little near and dear to my heart. Um, we kind of we did some gaming today, didn't we? That's what we games. Yeah, I would say we're certified gamers. I. I chugged G Fuel and I chugged G Fuel. Yeah. I put um like I did this new thing that I read on IGN.com mm-hmm. um where it was saying that you should crush up Doritos and put them in open wounds um that you have on your body. <laughs> and um you kind of get what uh the FDA is calling gamer eyes mm. um in which they kind of just turn that Mountain Dew um green and uh it's also being um tested on for uh the next year's flu shot vaccine yeah i just i just spent all of my money on bell delphine uh gamer girl bath water so oh all right (laughs) so you brought that into the mix so that has been a can of worms that we've managed to keep closed um i I spilled gamer girl bath water all over my playstation oh no oh no don't worry though because we're stocked up on our vape cartridges so we'll be able to (laughs) (laughs) blow smoke for as long as we want yeah, so Anyways. today we are going to talk about the uh, PlayStation 2 and GameCube video game Mobile Suit Gundam, Gundam vs. Zeta Gundam, a, um, a, a title that I'm now realizing makes no sense considering the, uh, the game, because the Gundam makes no appearance. It's just, it's really just Zeta Gundam, mm-hmm. but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, it's just a, probably an interesting translation. Um, but since we're talking about video games... And we're talking specifically about an anime video game. I was wondering if either of you have played a good anime video game in the past. Ooh. Uh, Christian, you go first. Um, I'm not sure if this counts, but uh, Persona 5, they just... Oh, that absolutely counts. They that just released an anime on uh, Crunchyroll. I'm trying to make my way through. 
Uh, that's probably the best anime based. Wait, so was uh, I'm unfor- uh, unfamiliar with the Persona um, universe. Was it an anime first or a game first? I think it's both. Like honestly, because um, <clears throat> throughout the game there are cutscenes that are just straight up anime. That's cool. Uh, so it's kind of interesting. So I'm not sure. I, there could be. There could very well be a whole. Uh, you know, history of content before the the video games actually show up. I'm actually a, a newbie to to the franchise, but I'd love okay. Persona Five. Simon, what about you? Have you played any anime video games in the past? So growing up, my parents were pretty dead set on keeping anime out of our household for whatever reason. Is this true? So, wait, 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 is this true? What? Yeah, they just like I think that I started watching Naruto one day and they like showed me Scooby Doo instead. Like like you know, just like the Americanized <laughs> and I'm sure they weren't like against it, but I think they just didn't like my parents kind of chose what shows I watched based on what they were okay with having on in the background of their household. So like uh, okay. a, like you know, the like I think that anime, like especially if you don't understand if it's not like dubbed or like, you know, it's not in English, it could be very disorienting to have like as you're trying to go about doing your day. Like they hated having SpongeBob on. Um mm, the yeah. uh, a very popular anime. Um <laughs> just because <laughs> of like SpongeBob's laugh. But so um I so on like he, uh, the only reason I bring that up is uh, I the last time I had a PS2 was when I lived at home, um, and I didn't play any anime video games on that. However, I very recently played Nino Kuni, which is um, an excellent JRPG, uh, and the stu- Studio Ghibli was involved in some way. Um, I think that the the story was written by Studio Ghibli. Um, obviously, like you know, they had a uh, game development like a uh, company like, uh-huh. wrote it and make all the stuff but studio ghibli was heavily involved and they had um like christian was saying like these ghibli cutscenes that were you know like not like animated in engine they were animated just like it was like they just plugged a video in so that's the only video game that i ever played but i think that both christian and i's answer were like jrpgs right like yeah. they're both like that's kind of how anime video games are like presented or that's how anime is presented um in games for a lot i think both of you lied to me because uh you've both probably played pokemon before right oh shit but i also i i did i didn't i never played pokemon oh really wait i'm sure christian i'm sure you've played it christian video game precedes the um the animation that's a good point i think that might be true i would i would guess that would be true actually I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. I could be wrong. I'm not 100 yeah. sure. Either. I bet you when they were like, they, when they were scheming up Pokemon, they're like, we got to make this a video game at the same time. So I bet it was like a lot of back and forth. Yeah, I mean, I will say that like, I th- I can't think of. I was trying to think myself of anime video games that not only that like I had played, but that were really popular. And I, Pokemon just came to my mind. So I think like, if you're counting that as an anime video game, Pokemon, especially like all of the Game Boy versions in the past, like those are by far the best version um, of that how like nowadays smash like smash i'd say is the most popular like video game featuring anime characters don't you think yeah i guess so i mean that depends like i mean there is a cult like a cult dragon ball z following oh behind yeah the dra- i love that shit actually yeah. <laughs> and so i was gonna say like for my 
my version of anime video games is definitely Dragon Ball Z. Like, unlike oh. your household, Simon, Dragon Ball Z was massive in my household for my brother and I. So, like, we oh loved the shit. We, like, injected it into our veins. We were, like, fucking Goku freaks in our household. And we loved playing the Dragon Ball Z video game. And my brother would just destroy me constantly in it. And, um... <laughs> I now I I can't stand fighting video games just because I've always been bad at them. But that was like, I would say definitely the like the biggest anime video game in my household. Now that I think about mm-hmm. it, I put in a lot of hours into those on the yeah. PS2. The Dragon I think that's Z Budokai. Budokai, yeah. I think we've probably mm-hmm. played together, Christian, in the past. I guarantee. Yeah, we've I guarantee. Together. It. Yeah, Budokai was like a pretty solid fighting game in my opinion, and also like the only fighting game where I took the time to really memorize like character the combos and, and everything yeah the yeah. combos to like so you could turn super saiyan instead of just being like regular gohan or whatever so i think that's like really the only anime game i've played other than which we'll get to eventually i'm sure which is the uh dynasty warriors gundam game uh games mm. i had at least one of them which I, I really liked when i was younger as well but i do think it's interesting to like talk about anime video games and i don't you know other than what we've mentioned, I can't think of any massive franchises that have like a touchstone well, video game. It's kind of cool because it's like it seems like such a natural um, you know, pairing like anime and video games because the like, you know, anime is already, you know, this like cartoon, you know, sort of like the way the way that the medium is, it's like, you know, Ill- very illustrated and like, you know, video games are, you know, comparable. Like, I mean, I guess older video games had, like, graphical limitations, but, like, now with, like, Persona and shit, like, that's, like, a full-on interactive anime, it seems yeah. like. Like, it's it's really, really, um, the genres, like, but, like, they don't have, you know, fucking, like, CSI Miami video game. Well, they probably do, but, like, that's <laughs> shitty. Or, like, they don't have, like, you know, like, Great British Baking. That's, like, also untrue. Video games are everything. Um, yeah. But, like, they don't have, as like, such faithful reproductions. Like, Cooking Mama isn't Great British Baking Show. No. And, like, you know, Shenzu isn't CSI Miami. But, like, like anime, you can kind of, since it's a lot of, uh, you know, bright flashing lights and mm-hmm. action and, like, cool stuff, it transfers really well to video games. Which is why I think that, like, this video game, we were all commenting of how well it, like, tra- how faithfully it recreated um its original medium oh yeah definitely um and one more question i want to ask before we get into this game is Mm -hmm. if you could do the inverse so take a video game that you really like and have an anime made about it which video game would you choose Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 okay i oh that's i really (laughs) like that answer dude uh Why? Oh, Sly Cooper! Sly Fuck, that would be so cool. Yeah. That would be pretty sick. That's uh, a really good shout. I th- I really like your all's picks because like I immediately went to like I was like what yeah, would, what's like, yours? What, like what would a Halo video like an anime be like? Or have you ever seen like Red versus Blue? Oh yeah, well that's just like machinima, but that's like comedic. <laughs> but I was mm-hmm. thinking, I think my definite choice, and there's been a lot of talk about uh, the live action Metal Gear Solid which they mm-hmm. just announced Oscar Isaac as uh playing Snake. Like Ooh. I've for I've died on the hill of don't make Metal Gear Solid as a live action, make it as an anime. Like I think that mm-hmm. would like you could stylize it so, in like such a better way. Like the cutscenes are already gr- good enough in the video games like right. I, I just watched the cutscenes. Like I I'll, I'll do that on YouTube. So just make it an anime or like 
make it animated. That'd be so cool. Metal Gear Solid also like steals a lot of its like il- like its supporting illustration. Like in the game, obviously, it's very kind of like pixel arty and stuff. But mm-hmm. like all of the box covers and stuff is very like anime inspired, definitely. Um, yeah. Which makes sense because it's like a Japanese um, it's a Japanese uh production company, right? It's, yeah. What it's is it? Konami. Is it and it's Konami, Konami. and uh, Ko- Kojima. It was like the the yeah. director of it. But yeah, it is Japanese, cool. and also it is Mecha, like Metal Gear is a Mech, so yeah, kind of like mm-hmm. you know it fits well in this discussion, and it is just my favorite video game, so that's why it's my choice. But I do think that like that could be a cool like way to go, you know, make you know, do the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about this game. So I kind of I kind of wish that we had done in our first season of the podcast, an episode on the Federation versus Xeon um, video game. But, you know, we just didn't didn't really quite quite think about it. And obviously we were definitely just like focused on the show since we were all new to the Gundam universe. But Mm -hmm. when, when we saw that there was a Gundam, like a Zeta video game, I was like pretty stoked about specifically because obviously we've all been into video games, but also because Simon works and creates video games. So I thought it'd be mm-hmm. an interesting perspective. Um, so yeah, how would you all describe this video game? I would describe it as a third-person um shoot, like a third-person, almost like shoot 'em up everywhere. It almost seemed a bit like a bullet hell game at times, but I'd say it's seemed like it belonged in a bowling alley arcade section yes i was gonna say it's you know? very arcadey yeah like it is the actual so like i don't know let's contrast it to a game that wouldn't do well in like an arcade like metal gear Solid or something the actual like game the game uh the like play cycle is like mm. five minutes okay and you do that play cycle over and over over and and over and over again and there's like slight modifications which you know or there's slight like personal upgrades that you can do which like makes it so that it's not just like you know 100 percent an arcade game but i think for that reason it um it seemed like it was I don't know. It it seemed like they were just trying to like arcades were dying in 2005 and the game design of like, you know, arcade like cabinets is still, you know, very strong. So it is I I think that they kind of just like took advantage of the nostalgia of like, you know, people like playing arcadey games. Um and it's it's third person, which is like I don't know when like all of like Call of Duty stuff came out, but I feel like first person has been dominating uh mm-hmm. the shooter genre um like, you know, except for, like, Uncharted and, like, Gears of War. But, like, I mean, when you think of, like, a shooter, you think of first-person nowadays. But, yeah, that's how I would describe it. Yeah. It's, like, a third-person shooter arcade game. I think it's extremely accurate, and I probably couldn't describe it any better. But what it, it kind of reminds me, the setup is of Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Have, have either of you played it? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, so, in that game, you are... uh. Especially, you're patrolling the Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse to make sure the timeline stays intact because there's a villain trying to alter the history of the Dragon Ball Z universe. Mm-hmm. And so you go on mission after mission, which is basically a fight after fight. And mm-hmm. it's that similar type of thing where it's in third person and you're squaring off against a bunch of different enemies sometimes. 
And essentially it's that, but with Gundam. Um, which is still, I mean, even though it's pretty repetitive, it's it looked pretty entertaining. From what I see. It, it was. Like, oh yeah, we should maybe talk a little bit about like how we played this game. <laughs> um, because none of us own a PS2. So like I just ran an emulator on my computer. Um, and I streamed it to Christian and Michael. So they were being very patiently, uh, commentating everything. And then, um, we just played it for like, maybe like one or two hours or so. Um, it, uh, and, um, to, to that, um, I, I think that like a good transition is I, we played it for one or two hours and we reached the final boss battle in that time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but also uh, but also I, i'd only completed five percent of the game like it, yes but I'll, like i would love to talk about the pandora's box that is this game because like it's an art okay so like it's an arcade game like we're, we, we've all agreed on that okay yeah like, definitely what arcade game has the amount of content that this game has like it is buck wild we didn't even explore the other game modes like we only okay. did like the story the story mm-hmm. mode you know um but yeah, so I streamed it to them, and we played. I mean, if you're familiar with the game, we only played one of the characters all the way to the end. You can um, essentially do all of the same fights. It's like levels, but you can do them with pretty much uh, all the main characters uh, from either. Yeah, because that's the other thing. We only played um, AU too. You could play the game Axis. You can play the game. Um, uh, Titans, yeah, too. it's basically a lot of possibilities for the exact same experience to like yeah, get to the yeah. same point. Like it's like you can play through Camille's full story, or you can jump around and play Camille, and then play Quattro, and then play Emma, then play Fa. But it's all gonna be the exact same battles over and over again. So like that's like exactly. what what makes it so arcadey. I mean, like also the battles. It's not like one battle's that different from the next. They're all pretty much the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I would say the biggest surprise to me was just, like, I didn't, I wasn't really aware, especially the name of the of the game being Gundam versus Zeta Gundam, of there being a Zeta Gundam video game that just goes through the story with, you know, although it doesn't really tell the story, you get to play through the story. <laughs> it, 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 the game makes no effort to actually tell you what you're doing if you hadn't seen the show. But it is kind of buck wild that there's a, you know, an English dub of this game for a series that, like, wasn't even really released, like, in America. Like, I mean, it was, but it, like, it wasn't on TV. I don't know. It, it's it just, like, interesting. It seems like it should be released as, like, a companion piece to the show. Like, if you get the, like, if you go to the store and, like, buy the show on DVD, you should get, like, a small flash drive that, like, also <laughs> comes with this game. Because... Uh, like imagine playing like talk okay so i think like a really bad way we've kind of been hinting at this but i think that if you haven't seen the show you would dislike this game because you would be focused on the mechanics rather than all of the other stuff that we were freaking out and noticing like oh they had like you know the the level of detail on jaboro is insane or like oh my gosh they like have the whole speech from this episode and this you wouldn't be focused on that you would be focused on the mechanics which are like clunky like be uh optimistic yeah. about it that was nice weird um, saying they're dog shit <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. the game came out 2005 right which is the yeah. same year that the movies came out which to me says this is very clearly a uh promotional tool mm-hmm. more than anything else like um 
I wonder how long it was in development for, honestly. Like, I feel we like looked since... it up. Simon, you said there were only three programmers on the game, right? I don't know. I Yeah, like... Or at least here. three programmers that are credited. So I'd be yeah, interested... there's three credited programmers on the Wikipedia, mm-hmm. and there it's this weird company that programmed it. It was like C E R O, and then a bunch of um Japanese characters. I'm presuming. Um. Anyway, yeah. What were you saying, Michael? I'll do a little more research say, on this. Like I'm interested. To, so the Xeon, the the game that went through the first series. Like it seems like we we played like a little bit of that on accident and it was the exact same setup as this game like the exact same menu the exact same like way you're going about like the story everything was exactly the same it seems so like i'm pretty sure that they just like took probably a lot of the same bones of that game and then like reskinned some of you know the assets and like you know changed a little bit of things but i mean it's like it is so arcadey. I can't imagine that it took too long. And I think, you know, moving on to how the game looks, I think when we first booted it up, we were like, damn, this game, like, looks pretty good. Like, I think we were all surprised at how good it looked. But or, yeah, n- PSP 2005. But now that I think about it, Metal Gear Solid 3 came out on PlayStation 2 probably about, like, the same time. And that game looks so good. Like, so much better. This looks like it's dog shit compared Honestly, to Metal Gear Solid 3. I'm looking 3. at the credits for this game right now, and I think it was made by three artists and three programmers with three producers. I, like, I don't think... I think there's a non-zero chance. Because, I mean, I think that... The way you have to look at it, right, is, like, Metal Gear Solid was made by this, like, big-ass team. Every single environment is unique in Metal Gear Solid, you know? Every single character animation is unique. Like, each character is, like, rigged a different way. Each texture is, like, different. Every Like, everything, there's no repeated. You don't go through the same, you know, base in Arctic, wherever. Like, level design is, like, pivotal in Metal Gear Solid, so it, like, thus it, like, takes more people. This game, um, they, we were, like almost admiring how easy like how they were able to reuse the same assets like without actually adding new content but they added new features with those same assets so um like for example there's this huge like one of the biggest parts of the game that we explored was there's this whole idea of as you progress through the game you kind of unlock the mobile suits as if they were like trading cards and then you have the ability to like buy them with like in-game currency so then you can view them by yourself that isn't any more work for the artist whatsoever that is saving the artist so much time the programmers just have to make like you know an rng thing where like it's like okay if you buy this then this model will show up at this time like that's genius like and we thought that was so cool we're like oh we can unlock these it's like they're not adding new like it's the same textures it's the same model it's like rigged the exact same way they're all the like mobile suits when you're viewing them they're appearing in the same like you know generic hangar you know it's like that's not changing mm-hmm. the like you know lighting's not changing it's just like it but i like i admire that i think that's like so cool and i think that a lot of people think that's lazy but i don't know i think that like you have to also be like this is made by people that you know are under a deadline 
And I think they did a really good job for like the deadline they were probably pushed under. Yeah, that's my impression. I think they did amazingly well for what they were given. I mean, again, yeah. to me, this was very purely a uh, promotional tool for the franchise to help mm-hmm. push the movies. So it was probably um, like uh, maybe it was like last minute, like oh shit, let's uh, let's throw together a video game, and so <laughs> <laughs> almost certainly. <laughs> but um, like also. Again, not to be too repetitive, but as a fan of the show and having like really watched it and digested it, it was fun to like geek out over all the different mobile suits that were uh, exhibited and just like watching some of the ones that you unlock launch out of the like air carrier. That was fun, you know, even though it was some of the other aspects of the game are really lacking. Well, I think that's probably, like, a talk that they had in the production room, right? Of, like, when they were, like, first starting the game, they're like, okay, like, we can go one of two routes. We can try to, like, really, like, push the PS2's, like, graphic capability and, like, you know, redefine what a third-person shooter means to, like, you know, a lot of people and, like, really try to, you know, experiment, like, within the genre. Or we can, like, do ye old just appealing to mega nostalgia. (laughs) And, like, to, like, you know, we already have a fan base. Gundam already has a fan base. Good job. You did that. Like, let's take advantage of that fan base that you have. And then, you know, maybe the controls are clunky. But we're not focused on the clunky controls. We're focusing on, like, the voice acted Jared lines. And we're focused on, like, you know, the fact that, you know, we're fighting alongside Fa. Like, that's, again, like, I think that this game would be unplayable to somebody that is, um, you know, unfamiliar with the series. Which is, like, we looked up this before. This game was received horribly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, not the best reviewed. But, yeah, I mean, I think, like, it's, yeah, it's such a good point. I think, like, that's kind of where I land on this game is, like, I think it's perfect for us like just coming off the series knowing all of the story beats you know having gone in depth it's like yeah. so cool to be like playing in space and seeing like all of the um the AU forces descending to Jaburo all together and just like all of these cool little details and Char's speech uh at Dakar having that fully in the game i think that's super cool but yeah if i was you know 14 in 2005 and i saw this a blockbuster and i rented it for seven days and i got like only one game and this is what i ended up with i'd probably be kind of tired of it you know (laughs) after like two days but i think like yeah for what it is i I am wondering do you guys remember how much like how much did playstation 2 games cost they were like were they 50 dollars no they they were like i think they were like 39 or 29.99 i I remember saving up 30 bucks for Star Wars Battlefront 2 that I bought at Target. But that might be after it was released for a little bit. I feel like they were like almost I think they were $50. Like 40. Yeah. Yeah. They were starting yeah. to get expensive. I'll say like, yeah. I mean, if I was buying this game for $50, I'd be pretty pissed. <laughs> yeah. keep, it, keep in mind, yeah. like, we like downloaded an ISO off of a site yeah. for free. And like, I don't know. Pro- like, the publishers made zero money off of us. But also, like, I don't know. I like this is just an opinion I have about like making and what video games are like, especially with all like the discourse around like cyberpunk like nowadays. Yeah, like making a game that you want to be received by the masses like over like 
as like overwhelmingly positive is like such a foolish thing to do yeah like just make a game like honestly if you make a game that's like fun to play for like six of your friends like you like you've done a good job with your computer you know yeah. and like <laughs> this is obviously a little bit different but like they're shooting like broader than just like you know this mm-hmm. isn't like a me making a game for like my six friends this is like they're like oh we're just making a game to like have a victory lap of like this great show that a yeah. lot of people like and like yeah i think it just felt like a victory lap that, you know and, and, and for like, that purpose and like michael said it's 10 out of 10, you know? It's pretty yeah, good. 10 out of 10. <laughs> like, I think, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, when I'm watching something like Zeta, I'm like, I just want to know what it feels like to pilot a mobile suit or something. Like, I just, like, want to, like, I want like, because, like, obviously I have all these model kits, but I just don't have the imagination to pick them up and play with them. Like, I want to <laughs> play Gundam yeah. so bad. <laughs> and, and, like, uh... having the third-person perspective and, like, all of, like, the UI shit happening in this game, like, it felt like... It, it was a version of, like, what it could feel like to, yeah. like, pilot a Gundam. Like, I thought it did, like, I don't know. It's I definitely did really... possible. Ahead, like, we can, like, definitely build these simulators. I remember one time uh, my my uncle used, used to be in the Air Force, and uh, he snuck me into a, an Apache helicopter simulator. That <laughs> shit was the fucking bomb. But I could... That sounds so cool. And it was, it was that kind of setup. And, like, the like a, a, a Zeta Gundam cockpit scenario where you're mm. sitting in a chair and then everything is kind of projected. Imagine like around. going over to your friend's house and like there's like a room, there's like one room on the inside and like it has a lock on the door and you're like, dude, like what's in that room? It's like, oh, that room? Like that's my Gundam cockpit simulator. <laughs> and they're like, I have like projectors on all four walls but allowing you're... me to like remake the battle of dakar but that's like that's such a good point it wouldn't be that hard considering like especially in this series the way that they have the cockpits laid out where it's basically 360 degrees of screen yeah. because like all you really have to do is like either have on like a VR headset or be like completely covered by like LCD monitors or something or like projections. Have you ever gone to Disneyland before? Have any of you ever gone to Disneyland before? Never, never been. Uh, as a youngster. Ride, there's like this brand of amusement parks. Don't go to amusement parks. Even when this is all open, don't go, <laughs> don't go to amusement parks. They seem like hell holes. And I went to Disneyland once and it kind of was a hell hole. Um, but they, there's this like genre of like, amusement park ride where you're like strapped into something and it's like it's effectively that where it's just Mm. like you know you're experiencing this big thing around like they probably have that in like malls and stuff oh that would be like yeah they do like gundam world like that'd be so fun to like go do that the spaces that used to be arcades they now have like vr studios and stuff which i've never been but also when i was in la i saw mission impossible fallout at a 4dx movie theater and it was insane because like the uh it was like also it was in 3D and it was also yeah. the the chair moved around and they shot smells at you like if like if there's like a smell happening Tom Cruise like shits his pants yeah <laughs> yeah it shoot out like poop smell it, it shoots out also, poop smell oh my god they like changed wow. the, temp- the temperature of the theater changed and like if he like if he was getting wet like water would fall from the sky dude that's- Do, Dude, and when he was like uh, driving the motorcycle, like it was shooting air at your face. It was pretty wild. It was like, 
even Abigail, who does not care for those movies, she said it was the best movie going experience she's ever had. It was just wow. like, oh, fuck, dude. Fun. yeah, I highly so suggest bad. it. They have one I in mean... Seattle and they have one in LA, and oh. they have a couple other. We have like a version of it here in Portland, but I've never been. We should try to like make a version of that like at home. Like, <laughs> like, it's like, like it's you like, and Christian like, sit on okay. the couch and I shake. Yeah, it from like behind. one of us bites the bullet. Like we're the <laughs> we're the computer at the time. Like we're not watching the movie, but like we're just running around the room, like splashing water. It would and be sick guess... if Gundam uh made a like they could just add the 40x experience to one of their movies from the franchise. Yeah. It'd be well, just you know. Awesome. It, depending on like i'm sure in japan they'll release like if i'm sure they have theaters like that there and i'm sure like when hathaway's flash comes out they'll oh, release yeah. it like that because like in america we did they did like all of course all the marvel movies and all the stuff that's like mm-hmm. uber popular here they did all version of that like at the 40x theater and well, like, like a fun job that would be like deciding like what facets of the movie you want to make like for you. Yeah. Like and you know? who like how do you decide who's good at that job? Like it's a new job that's never existed before. Yeah. How are you like, oh, you know, who'd be really good at like, you know, making sure it rains and like smells like farts <laughs> at the right time? <laughs> Fucking you know who'd be really good at this job? God. <laughs> In real life. Yeah, it's like uh, the weirdest thing to decide. Um, but you know, do we have anything else we really want to say about this game? Um, I want to say one thing about like I think one reason why I really liked it. I don't know. I I think it's just the way that I curate my um, like Twitter and like how I see like other people who are like game developers like me who like don't work for a big company or anything, but just like kind of do it for fun. But um. There is a huge like resurgence of like PS2 style graphics um nowadays. Uh and like I, I feel like I've sent you all like art and stuff that I've made. That's uh-huh. just like I've made it in like Blender, but like textured it intentionally to be like kinda shitty, like to um like be reminiscent of the PS2 uh style graphics. And I thought that this game um like with that lens in my mind of like you know people are still trying to like perfect this look like the look is perfected in that game because you know it is the it is the um you know base template for what we're trying to reproduce so i like i i think that if you are even tangentially interested in like that like you know it's low poly but kind of high res textures on it um, but they're just leaning into the fact that it's low poly, so it's um there there's a lot of really cool artistic decisions that the artists make to see like, okay, how detailed do we want this like, you know, this building? Because if it's too detailed, it's gonna obviously look like a cube. But if we detail like, you know, the corn I don't know. I just like I was obsessing over that and like I didn't want to just like start popping off on that like while we were playing because you'd be like Simon, like fucking like Shiraco <laughs> is like destroying your ass. Stop looking at like the front facade of like this apartment complex but i like i think that if you are at all like tangentially interested in um that style of mm-hmm. art i like watch a let's play of uh i would highly recommend like watching a let's play to get inspired because um and that was the other cool thing that's what i was gonna say about like you know the whole like part where you could like unlock the 3d models to like view in higher detail yeah. mm-hmm. i could just like flip through those and just like zoom into certain parts and just like oh that was yeah. like just like if, owning the model know. kits but if that digitally. was the only experience that would be almost just as satisfying because yeah. you would get to like 
look at it from every angle. It'll give you that all the, is the history of the mobile suit, all the stats. Like, it's so they, fucking cool. I don't understand why they don't just have that. I mean, maybe we don't know about it, but why doesn't that website already exist where you can just, like, look at 3D models yeah. of every mobile suit in, like, high resolution? Like, I would do or, that. Or as PS2 resolution. Like, I, like how <laughs> cool would it be to just have, like, a website where you can just, like, flip through and just, like, I don't know. That would be... I don't know. Maybe I'll make that. Um, and that's how I can like show all of my 3D models. Okay, Simon, and uh, what would you give this game out of 10 beam sabers? I would give this game... I'd give this game 8 out of 10 beam sabers. I oh, think there were I things rank. that it could... I think there was little little things that they could have done to... I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what the development cycle is, and every time I criticize a video game... I like without knowing anything about the development cycle, I'm not going to give it anything less than an eight because the fact that humans can make video games is still so cool to me (laughs) that like if you're criticizing video games, like stop playing them and like start trying to make them like shit's hard. (laughs) I feel like we're also, yeah, we're living in a post cyberpunk world right now where I don't know about you, but like I'm not playing cyberpunk, but just the discourse around it is really pissing me off because it's like, a lot of people who don't know anything or have never created anything or shitting on a game because it's not what they wanted. Yeah. I don't know. I, I understand where you're coming from, Simon. All right. Yeah. Christian. It's just like people work hard. Anyway. Yeah. Christian, yeah. go ahead. Christian, yeah. uh, give me your final thoughts and uh, rank the game out of 10 beam savers. I think my final, one of my final thoughts is uh, I th- maybe since we're looking at it from 2020. We are like, oh, the PS2, how quaint. This is actually quite, like, it looks it looks really good for PS2. So I think maybe totally. we're giving it too much slack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, given the whole context of having just watched the series and everything, I'd probably give it a similar rating, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed just watching it. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and your rating? How about you, Michael? Of, yeah, I need Christian's rating out of ten beams. Oh, yes. All right, just just to be different from Simon, I'll give it a seven out of ten. Fair, yeah. fair. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like, I think having just like watched the show, I think that it definitely scratches the itch that you're gonna have. I think that if you are, you know, wanting to just pilot a mobile suit and you want to play through the story and, you know, be able to pilot some of the different mobile suits and see some of your favorite characters. I think it's a really cool experience. I think it's surprisingly good in 2020 looking back at it, but I just looked it up. This game came out in 2005. Halo combat evolved came out in 2001. (laughs) (laughs) Halo came out four years before this game and Halo was so much better. Yeah. Just Um, like, let's, let's give some more context. Um, Oh my god, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus came out in 2005. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Psychonauts, I... Guild, God of War came out, Kingdom Hearts 2 came out in oh, 2005. Geez. Like, yeah. Uh... Giving it a lot of slack. Okay, yeah. let's just let's just continue with the assumption that it was made by three programmers <laughs> and three artists. Like whether that is true or not, I don't know. But and they're, they just like they like smoked so many cigarettes and just sat in front of like, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my god, 
That's so you know, good vibe. G- given all that context, given that it came out four years after Combat Evolved, and uh, <laughs> oh, is God. also the exact, <laughs> but is also the exact game that I want for right now. I'm gonna give it mm-hmm. six out of ten beam sabers. I think it is mm-hmm. like what I want right now. But in any other context, you know, two months ago, if you give me this game, I would have thought it was garbage. Maybe in a year, if you give me this game, I'd be really frustrated by it. But, you know, given how I feel right now, it's exactly what I want. And I'm, like, really glad it exists. So, yeah. you know what? Also, you know, from, like, a replayability standpoint, I have no incentive to play as the other characters. Like, they yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what? I'm actually going to I'm gonna g- give it um, six beam sabers and one heat hawk, which is, like, half yeah. a beam saber. So, I think that's my rating. Very um, good. Yeah, and so with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back to read some reviews from other people to see uh, how it stacks up against our review. See you soon. Bye. Hey, what's up? This is Simon from Gundam. I hardly know him. <laughs> I just got it. Um damn uh it would mean a lot if you left us a rating um and a review on itunes it really helps us like stick out from all the other podcasts out there and like kind of lets us know that you like what we're doing um yeah other than that thank you so much for listening um to our goofy little robot podcast i know i really appreciate it and my three best and only friends also really appreciate it i'm sure but they can't talk right now because i'm alone welcome back gamers it's simon michael doesn't give interest anymore it's simon simon's the captain now he looked me dead in the eyes over discord and said listen to me i'm the captain now Captain Philly. And then he took Captain a big Philly. He took a big sip of Gamer Girl bath water and I was so intimidated by it that and I And then had let out a huge belch and said, We're playing a game of Simon Says for the rest of your fucking lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to Hell Motherfucker. Welcome to Hell no, Motherfucker. My favorite thing to do when people are like, Oh, Simon says, haha, you like give them like an impossible preposition. Like Simon says, like um, like Simon says, role play that you're Pinocchio and like say that like and say I'm telling a lie right now. Like what happens? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I just imploded your tiny little brain. <laughs> oh Simon says, "What happens when an unstoppable force meets an unstoppable force?" Oh, oh. <laughs> you just hear them shit them shit them Damn. also i'm like so stoked on the increase of like shitting your pants um discourse that we've been having a lot like mm-hmm. i think i still think that's like the top 10 funniest things that you can do it's like wild. yeah it's like that's pretty, like, i could do it right <laughs> now if i wanted me. to i could be doing it right now if i like i could be on the phone with my mom did it she wouldn't know Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, one of those things that I think about constantly. So, I would rate that conversation a 0 out of 10. Metascore gave the Gundam 57 out of 10. No, 57 out of 100. Um, 
So I I think one thing that might be interesting to talk about is on Metacritic, which is a website that I don't I think they just compile user reviews to get like the average review, like that's their whole thing. Um the average based on 16 critic reviews um of the game we've been talking about, it got a 57 57 out of 100. Um here, let me give some context of just like I don't know, we've been talking about Halo Combat Evolved. Let me just see what the metascore on that got yeah i think that's a good um, idea i wonder what the uh, highest rated gundam video game is i wonder if we could figure oh, that out good question i that would be a, maybe we can have a little um yeah okay so like okay so they're not afraid to rate something like halo got a 97 like out of 100 so i mean you can look at it as like upper 90s is like or like 90s is is attainable like you know it's not like a weird rating yeah, but I feel like that's, like, game of the year type, like... What's, like, a completely average game? I don't know. Um, that same era? Let me think. What did, like, the Dynasty Warriors get? Like, what about, like, Top Spin Tennis? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Okay, Dynasty Warriors got a 70, so that's, like, makes sense. Right. Top Spin... Dude! Top Spin Tennis got 90, which is higher... <laughs> <laughs> okay I've, this game looks so sick actually i remember top spin tennis came free with my xbox so that's the only reason i could think of it it looks pretty fun i play i played the shit out of sports games on my ps2 mm. i think there's something to be said about a good sports game anyway so this got 57 out of 100 which is bad <laughs> it's just but bad it's really bad bad I'm full really, stop yeah i'm really uh trying to mess with the 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 pacing of which i talk however (laughs) the user score christian what do you think the user score was um i'd give it out of 10 out of 10 yep i'll put it in the 70 okay michael do you have you seen the user score yet yeah i have the page pulled up okay so christian it got an 8.8 out of 10 for the user score Uh, yeah, so I think that there's a lot of people like us that made Metacritic accounts and yeah. kind of came to the defense yeah. um, of uh, this game. There's Michael, do probably... you have any reviews that you want to uh, highlight at all? Yeah, I do. So I, okay. I, I have, firstly, I have all four of the very negative <laughs> reviews from, Medi- uh, from Metacritic, from the critic score. Okay, um, cool, cool, cool. So I can quickly read those, but the one... I, there's a one-star review on Amazon that is very long. Uh, from <laughs> It's from my birthday in 2005, so from July 27th in 2005. So I want to start with this. Okay. I'm going to read the whole thing. It's very long. Um, this is where I, I do. Did. This is where I do the compliment sandwich, where I say something nice, then something that can be approved upon, and then something good again. Let's see. There are a lot of mobile suits. That's good. Now for the bad. This game is so easy to play that I left the game unpaused with my cat swatting at the controller pad. He was able to uh, on her own uh, win the game. <laughs> the, graphics are, <laughs> the graphics are not horrible, though. Bandai gets away with making crappy Gundam game after crappy Gundam game because the fans have come to expect it. And hardcore fans... We need to. We need an outlet to express our love for Gundams. However, this game is too much. As far as giant robot games go, there are far better ones on the market. And as far as uh, getting that 
Gundam fix, there's always the DVDs and the model kits. I guess my conclusion would uh my conclusion would have to be that if you are getting this for a child under thirteen, the ease of gameplay would be a good thing. A child would probably have fun for this for a while. Um, for someone with all their motor skills, look, uh, <laughs> look someplace else for your Gundam slash giant robot fix. And this maybe, seems like a just maybe, dunk upon me. And maybe, just maybe, for if no one buys this game, Bandai will realize that just because a game has the word Gundam on the title doesn't mean people will spend forty to fifty dollars on it. Then maybe they will actually make a good game on their next attempt. Okay. So that uh, review was from a guy named Random Guy. Um, <laughs> my favorite thing about about this review is that there is the uh, two comments on it, so you can comment on a review. And Daniel A said to this review, "You suck." <laughs> <laughs> and then Catherine said, "Thirteen year old motor skills, dude. I was acing bounty hunter at twelve. Longo Two Guns, Gorilla's Palace. You get the picture. <laughs> so, um, you get the hit picture. Us up. Hit, hit us up, Daniel. A. I want, I want you on the podcast. <laughs> You're welcome here. Please. Yeah, I, I just really like this very long. The only one star review. It's so long, and then the first uh, comment on it is just "you suck." <laughs> <laughs> the game isn't even that easy to play. Like I didn't beat all of the things on the first try. Maybe I'm just not as good at gaming as random guy. But um, but anyway, we can sucks. we can talk about some critical reviews if you want. Um, so it looks like there are four. There's a negative review from Cheat Code Central from G4 TV, rest in peace, from IGN, and then Game yeah. Revolution. Um, so I'll just read these, uh, like the quotes that they have. Yeah. Uh, Chico Central said, "If there was an award for missed potential, Gundam versus Zeta Gundam would certainly be up for Game of the Year." Fuck G Four TV said, uh, "Just not a good game. No matter how much you love the Gundam universe, it's repetitive and unchallenging, and not at all up to the system's capabilities." I think that's a fair review, um, to be honest. Yeah. Especially, I, I mean, I'm assuming that these reviews aren't written by people who just watch Zeta. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, IGN said, more time spent fighting with the controls than against the enemies in this confusing pile of robots bashing each other into pieces. I don't know. I can't speak on the controls, Simon. Did they seem that bad? Um, They were... So, they were very button-mashy. Um. Mm. Which I don't honestly I don't love in a game because it feels like right. I don't really need to be there super like if a game is button mat I mean that being said that is how I was playing the game you know Dark Souls can be button mashy but you would mm-hmm. do poorly in the game I like I didn't do great in this game and I was treating it very button mashy but I there wasn't if you treat Dark Souls as button mashy it's very clear what you need to do to get better um with this game it wasn't very clear how I needed right. to like I started developing like some strategy so I think I would have liked a bit more um you know responsiveness mm-hmm. uh of the controls the controls were the weakest part 100% yeah I will say like I asked that question and then I realized we spent like as the three of us 
like at least 15 minutes trying to figure out how to do your power up like we just yeah. kept on like, <laughs> like discussing it yeah you gotta not it like that and I, i'm surprised that didn't get sorted out in like qa testing because it seems right. like pretty evident like it, it seems like i mean i'm sure well it's always easier to like criticize something of like oh they should have done this if i was there yeah, they should have no. done this who knows but yeah i think so, the, i think like kind of blasting the controls is completely fair yeah so the worst review from game revolution is uh the clunky control and um simple gameplay just doesn't cut it so little effort went went into the decent changing history angle that winds up falling flat which i don't understand what that is maybe it was at the very beginning when amuro got destroyed remember that and we like needed to go back and change his or when uh meal meal got destroyed yeah like go back and change it i guess that makes sense it did fall it it did fall flat since we didn't really realize it forgot about that (laughs) (laughs) okay so i don't know if if you guys got any chance to read any positive ones but i would like to um find some i like yeah i have some i have some here uh from metacritic on like the user reviews it's pretty much like all of kind of what we've been saying of like uh, I think people that like games like this just like thought this was like more of the good shit. Um, mm. it's just like this person's like the same like it has the same mechanic as FVZ, which I think is the first one, right? Yeah, Federation, Federation versus, versus yeah, with more mobile suits and better graphics. I don't think IGN rated it fairly enough. Um, this got a three point four, but the other one got a higher score. I smell bias, so that's kind of funny. Um. <laughs> Personally, I think it's the best one I've ever played. I've already played Federation. This is another person. I've already played Federation versus Xeon, Encounters in Space, Journey on Jabura, Battle Assault 2, and Xeonic Front. The only things I've had a problem with is they didn't seem to add the 0083 mobile suits to the game. But other than that, it's great. So, yeah, I think that, like, people that kind of just, like, like this, like, kind of mids fighting game based Mm -hmm. on their favorite series just, like, are going to love this game because it's, like, more good shit. Like, I don't find any problem in a game that's main premise is, like, more of the good shit, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think to a certain extent, that's just, like, you're you're not using the talent, like, the programming talent and the artistic talent properly, you know? Like, mm-hmm. if you're just, like, making the yeah. same thing over and over again. But, like, I mean, like, it, it, like, it 2005, just, like, kind of, like, kicking it with, like, PS2 games. Like, it's, like, more the good shit, you know? Yeah. I will uh so I will say if you wanted to buy this game now there's one copy on Amazon and it costs $140. Wow. Oh fuck, dude. I don't recommend um, spending $140 on this game. No. I also couldn't I was like I was legitimately looking um to see if I if it like if it if the Gundam games for PlayStation 2 cuz there's like I'd say out of all the consoles the the console that has the most Gundam games is PlayStation 2. Like there's a mm. ton of them, and I was like, I that's like I can play PlayStation One games and PlayStation Three games and PlayStation Four games, but I don't have a PlayStation Two, so I was like looking in to see if it'd be worth it to buy it so I could play all these games. But a lot of them are very expensive to buy now. Like uh, they're just like seem to be so rare. Yeah, but it's also mm. the kind of thing where like you're only people are only buying them and selling them if they like really want it. So I'm like, yeah. I'm sure if I like went to like a bargain place, you know, like any of my local resellers, I'm sure they're there, you know, for cheap. But I don't know. Um, I will say, 
the most recent review for this game on Amazon is from December 1st, 2020. Ooh, so what? 12 days ago, Miriam Stevens gave it five stars and said, excellent. Miriam, come on the podcast. Miriam, come through. Miriam, it was a Miriam. shout out. Miriam, come through. Come on. Um, if I was to review this game on Amazon, I'd probably say a similar thing, honestly. I just want to like, I feel like it's our duty to just like drown the negativity that spawned in 2005. Like it's just kind of been like putting a <laughs> on it ever since then. But, I, I, I would love to see Bandai like throw, like put in a full effort at a, at a really great game. I will say I spent uh, $60. I spent a lot of money on the new Gundam versus game for the PS4. Okay. And it was a very similar experience to what I saw time and go through, which is pretty like okay. Here's, here's but I'm still question. discovering things about it, so I haven't fully you know. Which okay, could you quickly it. talk about what this game is? Is it new? Yeah, it's it's new, or new-ish. I want to say, like is it a couple years old now? Is it a fighting game or is it like yeah. a third person? Okay, it's a fighting game. It's a fighting game. Yeah, I was going to say the last thing I kind of want to talk about was it seems that for the most part, the Gundam video games have just veered completely into fighting games. Um, It seems like almost every single one that's come out since PlayStation 3 is just a fighting game. So just based off of what we've seen so far from the Gundam universe, if you guys could like develop your dream Gundam game, what kind of style would you want? I'll let Christian go first. I think uh, maybe like I guess technically it would still be kind of a fighting game, but like arena battle style. Or I would like to see, um, like to actually execute a mission would be a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Like the whole sequence where um, they have to uh, fight their way back to space. Like making sure that you maybe defend because that wouldn't take too much more nuance to the sim mm-hmm. the same kind of setup. So like, just making it more into make it feel like you're more a part of the story and like actually making things happen, that would be cool. I, I don't think you would have to really radically change the the, the original recipe, you know, to to make it yeah. ten times better. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Simon, what do you think? I think that um have you all ever played Titanfall before? Yes. Oh my Christian god. Has, yes. Christian so like, begging me to play it. A Titanfall game, version Titanfall? of Gundam would be fucking sick. Titanfall Holy shit. is fantastic. I think it is the best FPS out there. The only reason it didn't get more recognition is just because of like logistical bullshit of like when it was released. Like it was released at the same time as like another game or something, but if things were different the game is dialed. The speedrunning community is like really cool. Um, yes. The multiplayer, like it's just a really, really good first-person shooter, and it has mechs in it. Um, so basically, it's like imagine Call of Duty, uh, much faster pace. So you're like moving a lot faster. It's not, uh-huh. w- which I I love. I love like um, but uh, and then if you get enough kills, or like I don't know, you get really to get how- certain upgrades and stuff like that. Exactly, and you can call mm-hmm. in a mech from space, and then you kind of just get to like wreck shit, kind of like you're a juggernaut. 
Mm -hmm. um but you also kind of have to be careful because it's like it's not just like three kills like it is to an extent but there's like you know there's some people that are really good at like while being a pilot you know not in um the mech like taking down the mechs and there's like all these really cool things about like if you sneak up on a mech you can like sneak you up can on like throw a bomb on it out, jump and, like, off and yeah it's just a really cool um i don't I, I don't think that would work with gundam though because the uh you know when the pilots are outside of the mobile suits it's very slow paced and calculated they're not these mm -hmm. fighters or these like star wars troopers you know there's very few times where they like having guns and like first person shooting stuff so i think like i don't know i think a game like metal gear solid maybe i, I don't like 4x games but i think a 4x game would be really cool uh with gundam like What's 4x, 4X? Games are like civilization okay and mm. um like uh stellaris and mm -hmm. like all sorts of other like conquering games so then yeah. you're like feeding more into like the zeon versus yeah. zombie versus... that would be really cool but i think that yeah in order to emphasize the mechs most on honestly what i kind of was wishing is i think that it would be cool if they could really really flesh out the combat system and still have it be third person like dark yeah. souls like mechanics with timing and stuff mm -hmm. um to like make you feel like you're being like a really like you know talented mobile suit pilot so it's like mm -hmm. it's like dark souls but like way more verticality because you can fly but i think that that's an impossible task right now yeah i think honestly like just like if you made okay i think my real answer would be if you just made battlefront like the most recent Star Wars Battlefront, but instead of yeah. like being a troop, you're in a mobile suit. You're a mech. And you oh. yeah, so you just like fly, you can like fly in space from space battles, like the same mechanics as Battlefront. Or you're like down on Earth, like fighting on Jabiru or in a colony or something. And it's just like con conquest basically. Um you know and then like maybe... you're you like are mostly like a mobile suit, but then like if you kill enough people you can become a Gundam or something. Kind of like the hero system in yeah. uh, battlefront like i feel like that would work so well and be super easy um but i would also love like a knights of the old republic style story game i feel mm -hmm. like you could set it like in any even like in any universe or in like an old universe or something you know mm -hmm. just anything where you, it, it is like i don't know you're just living in the world of the universal sanctuary or whichever you know timeline it is i feel like it's just like something that the the video games are missing because it, from what I've seen, it's mostly most of the video games are either beat for beat remakes of the story or just like some like arcadey type fighting game. Um, yeah. But I'll also like my the games that I play the most are some version of soccer. So I'll die on the hill that uh, Rocket League should have Gundams. <laughs> that would be so fucking cool. Um. But other than that, I don't have much else to say about this game. Um, I am looking forward to playing more of these games. I think that we should uh, definitely take a look at, you know, what makes sense going forward and try and fit in at least a video game review within, you know, each season of the podcast. Because I feel like there's so, like, there are so many, and I, I love talking about video games, so... Yeah, let's just give them, like, the recognition that they deserve. Like, yeah, every single video game deserves recognition, you know? Especially these older ones that I feel like, I don't know, just kind of a lot of work went into them, and I want people to like know about them. 
to the programmers oh and artists out there who will never ever listen to this podcast, props. <laughs> <laughs> Good <Yeah>. job. <laughs> you're uh, what 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 do you say, Simon? You're braver than the Marines. Oh yeah, you're braver than the fucking Marines. <laughs> so true. No, if you 3D modeled every single mobile suit, or were one of the three artists that 3D modeled e- and textured every single one of those mobile suits, you are braver than the United States Marines. Like that, <laughs> like that. On okay, okay, okay. If you fucking modeled on like modeling software available in 2005, in like holy shit, that's like. You're so good at your job. You're really good at your job. That's yeah. crazy. Thank uh, yeah. I mean, it pales in comparison to what we have now, but it still looks good, and I still appreciate it so much. There's like, there's yeah. so much artistic value in it still. Ugh. Anyway, um, that will be it for today. Thank you all so much for listening. Come back next week. Next Tuesday is our wrap up episode for Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. Yeah. Possibly with a special guest. Um, we will hey. talk about all of our final thoughts on the uh, series. We will talk about the Gumpla kits, which we uh, made um, in, you know, that were in the series and why we chose them, stuff like that. So it'll be a really fun episode. If you guys uh, can, please do leave us a rating review. It's massive help to us and, um, you know, just helps us move up on the ranks in iTunes and Spotify and what whatnot. So. Uh, do that for us and thank you of course to djrx78 thank you to christian for uh coming through today and simon thank you as well my pleasure and thank you for listening we love you bye bye I can't believe that Halo came out in 2001. Dude, Halo, they did, Bungie just did such a good, it like really makes you appreciate, um, like good games. I don't know if you like, um, like documentaries about video games, but there's a really, really good series on YouTube that like, uh, what's it called? It's called No Clip. Just search up no clip, um, and you should watch all the documentaries because like it makes you like so much because it just talks about like the development cycle for various different games, and it just like it makes you so wary to criticize anything without knowing yeah. like what it all takes. Which like I feel like you should like that's a good that's not a bad habit to have like when criticizing stuff, you know? Because like. I don't know. I think the one thing where I like I'm okay with criticizing a video game is if like the marketing team just like lied to the people because like that's always kind of shitty. But like then you also don't know like don't get mad at the programmers, you know, yeah. for like the marketing team that know nothing about games. But it's just like hard to, you know, get funding 
like develop a game, do all this stuff, you know, with all of these different cooks in the kitchen of and actually like building all the a game projects. Yeah, and then yeah. for it to show up for like what you promised or what you like said it was gonna be, like it's just wild. Yeah, games are like such a wild because I don't know, there, there's really nothing like it. Like even the movie industry is so different. Like yeah, there's like, just nothing. Yeah, because like m- like there's a lot of people developing something, but like I don't know, it's just so different. Like the way that like you you find places to be you don't have to build the places and you also don't have to like make playable mechanics it's just like video games are magic to me <laughs> so yeah they I like, are and just... they the the scale of them a lot of times dwarfs uh you know major hollywood projects yeah so they and the money is on a totally different scale too it's uh, yeah. i just like don't know when in history people like started like not taking video game like or like expected more from video games like i don't know at what point in history were people like this is a medium that like can't can like i'm not so easily impressed by yeah. you know like, i think it's like it is exactly when we stopped feeling lucky to have them like yeah yeah we, we used i think it's whenever games became downloadable i think when we bought games had a disc they like were what they were like you would still yeah. be disappointed by something. I just like I don't know. It's Dude, just like I can go online and download an amount of free video games that will last me for the rest of my life. Like it's yeah. just like it's like not it's like not a a um rare resource anymore, you know. Yeah. And like people get excited about them, but like I don't know. When we were kids, my brother and I would like go to GameStop at midnight to like get the new Fable. Or get the new like Fable is such a cool game. World of Warcraft like, expansion and stuff like that. Like, but it's I also like people get excited by like you know shit posting on Twitter, and then the second it comes out, there's a one week you know like yeah. where that game is the highlight in Twitter, and then they've already moved on to something else after that week. It's like, yeah. okay, you spent three years for like a week in the limelight of like mixed reviews. Like, yeah. I don't know. I also think people just like right now don't feel like they're interesting unless they're criticizing something. I think that's like a big part of like yeah. discourse. Yeah, it's like Cyberpunk Discourse sucks. Like, don't even like read it. It's just yeah. like stupid. <laughs> it's just like Brian that has eighteen followers and follows like three hundred different people that some of them are alt right says that Cyberpunk is disappointing to say the least. Like, yeah. oh man, like thank God you got your opinion out there. Like, thank yeah. you. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's like okay to criticize something, but I feel like it has to be constructive. And I feel like yeah. that's something that I really like about our show is like we always are constructive about how we talk about stuff and it also we always put it in context of like what it means in the world that it came out in. And I feel like yeah. that's something that doesn't exist in like what people say about things now. It's like you you're putting context on something that like also took years to develop and like right. is just like you know what the world is right now is not what it was you know 12 months ago so it's just yeah. like so different i just feel like nobody has grace for anything right now i know it's just like even but like, it's like it's who you surround like i feel like i've surrounded myself like all my friends share that like quality we're like mm-hmm. like we don't just like tear shit down and if we start tearing shit down like you like catch yourself and you're like this isn't worth our time or energy right now you know like, yeah I think I agree. Too, yeah, I like I try and be that way. It's just a part of consumer culture, I think. Totally. Based off of what you guys have just said, it's just I think convenience has gotten to a point to where it's almost ridiculous. 
really think about it. Ex- you know, and- it's extremely ridiculous. It was a ridiculous like two years ago. It was ridiculous like the second I could order something to my house. Like at a, like it's shit's yeah, crazy, like, dude. Yeah. Or or you know like I mean y'all remember when you had to wait on a dial up phone to actually and and mm-hmm. uh, waiting at least five minutes for a web page. I, like, missed that. I feel like I was such a happier (laughs) person when I was, like, saving up money to buy a Lego set at Target. Like, I was, like, anxious about other stuff, but, like, I don't know. I wasn't as just, like, so, like, doomed and gloom as I am now. I mean, yeah, even just think about, like, Star Wars. Like, how much Star Wars stuff was, like, you know, said, like, how much they, like, said they were going to release just this week. And, like, I saw a lot of people just, like, people on Twitter being like, I think we found out how much is too much Star Wars. And it's just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, Ooh. I don't give a shit. Like, why do you, like, why do you have to say that? Like, do you think of that? Like, I, like, I, I don't, I'm that, not like, going to watch all these things. Not all of these fucking shows are for me. Like, I'm not going to watch the animated ones probably. But, like, just let them exist. Yeah. <laughs> I also think you, you have, have to be, like, to really watch them, you know? yeah. careful on, like, Twitter. Because, like, Twitter is this, like, that's a whole other can of worms. Because it's this, like, bag of worms where, like, people kind of see like people that are like themselves like going viral mm-hmm. and like an easy way to go like people just like want to go viral and like an easy way to go viral is like say something really mean you know yeah. and like other people like so it's just like i don't know there's a lot of there's a lot of things at work which is just yeah. like making being creative so like why it's like why do i why should i even be creative right now like yeah like people are just gonna tear it down but like it's also like silly because i feel like a lot of people put a lot of work into like being that way and it's like you know you don't you get literally oh. nothing out of like internet points <laughs> like yeah you no, can't, like, you can't oh, like, exchange them like, for currency like twitter <laughs> famous like it's like oh yeah like i'm like really keeping my like twitter like you know personality of and i'm gonna it's like okay cool oh like, god I'm... i just i just remembered that there was a uh in college there was this girl and her like claim to fame her like favorite thing to tell people is that zach braff liked one of her tweets <laughs> Yeah, like that shit is so toxic, dude. That is that shit sucks. Like that's scary. That's some black mirror shit. Also, Zach Braff, yeah. really? What was the tweet? I wanna I fuck remember. Zach Braff. <laughs> what what was the tweet? Oh, like this tweet if you're Zach Braff and you have a fuck. Surprisingly, he liked the tweet. <laughs> anyway, right, we, just, <laughs> we can just do a sor- a short second section on reviews. I have some like.